for tuning in. So we're back with a very special, special, special episode for this Valentine's Day 2018. So I actually... I'm just trying to get um, some candy rain in my life. Yeah. No, I mean, girl, who's not? Who's not? I want to feel like candy-coated raindrops. <laughs> That's basically my MO. I still don't know what that exactly means. I don't know. I don't really want to know because it's probably gross. My love, um, do you ever dream of... Dream of? Candy-coated raindrops. You're the same. My candy rain. My candy rain. My candy rain. Yeah, so, um... How you my candy I rain and I need it. <laughs> I love Valentine's Day. For real, though, it is one of the greatest holidays. Actually, I would... Between Halloween and Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day... Yes. Yeah, yes. Top. Okay, so uh, just just life, life update. So this is Tati, and I'm single. Um, I think I've been single for every episode of this podcast. <laughs> Um, this is not but, a new reporting. But in case you were wondering, still single. Um, Leanna, still relationship. So mm. that's really our status that you should know for the podcast purposes. Mm. Um, but we both love Valentine's Day. Right? I think there's a way to love Valentine's Day. Just like, okay, when I was younger, my mom used to do my the mom most. still does. She, she sent me a little gift that had Valentine's Day napkins, mm-hmm. stickers, oh, yeah. a card, mm-hmm. and a little stationery. Like, yes. she always gives me little gifts for Valentine's Day. Dude. And I just... That's why I love it. You get to dress up in red. Loves you and you were pink and yes. red. Yes. Yeah, yeah, man, you just No, we definitely both have baby pink nails. I have baby pink nails on right now. I just love it. It's such a cute holiday. You can like write little hearts on your eyes I know. just for no reason. I love it. I love it. I think it's so cute. And I think like I loved in elementary school when you used to bring like Valentine's Day to class, mm-hmm. like Valentine's I loved it. I love it. And yeah. even now, I mean, okay, so I'm in a relationship. It makes it a little easier to love Valentine's Day. I think when you're single, it makes there is. When you're some single, you bitterness. have Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. That's just where you eat a lately. whole fucking gallon of no, no. Valentine's Day is where you. <laughs> oh, gallon no, of ice, ice cream. cream. No, gallon. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. That's, that's good. not what it is. It's actually Valentine's is just like you celebrate it with your gal. So like, if y'all have ever seen Parks and Rec, that's where it came from. It's like it's just like ah, we don't have anybody because we're lonely, but we have each other. That's yeah. Valentine's Day. Um, I don't particularly celebrate that. I'm just like, you know what? I'm single. I don't really want to be... <laughs> single Awareness Day um, for you. Singles Awareness Day. Wow. Thank you for that. Trigger warning. <laughs> Trigger. Trigger, Trigger warning. warning. This episode is all about Valentine's Day. <laughs> we are dissecting sort of, I don't know, what are the aspects of Valentine's Day for both sides? Because I feel like with you, you're oh. single, but you're not necessarily like... Galentine's Day, I don't need a man. Like, yeah, you kind of like no. want to be in a relationship. No, I, I definitely, so if you asked me probably this time last year, like, I, I was like, I'm trying to be, like, by myself, do mm-hmm. me, blah, blah, blah. 
And this year, I'm like, no, I don't want to be, like, single. And I'm going to let you guys know that. So hopefully, like, you know, perfect man will fall out of the sky. So I'm definitely not wishing I'm single. And that's okay. Like, it's okay to not... It's okay to not be okay, guys. It's okay to not be okay. I feel like... What do you think made... What changed you from wanting... Like, your attitude shift from, like, I'm cool, I'm dependent, er, independent to... No, yeah, I actually want yeah. it. Okay, I, I think, like, well, first of all, it's just you, you live alone and you get lonely. I mean, <laughs> yeah. physically lonely. You're just like, wow, I'm alone and I live alone and this is lonely. Um, and second of all, I just realized, and this is after, like, a lot of reading, is that, like, being in a relationship that is fulfilling makes you really happy. And I under- I used to be of the school of thought that, like, oh, if you're in a relationship, you're codependent on someone to make you happy. So true. But it's true for some people, but I think that a lot of people who are in good relationships are happy and that's okay. Like, yes, to give you fulfillment. So do you think that people in relationships are happier than single people? Ooh, that's tough. But if people are in a happy relationship, yes, I think they're happier than single people. And I, I would have never admitted that like a couple of years ago, but I truly think that when I see people who are in a healthy relationship guys healthy not not like a love and hip-hop relationship yeah <laughs> but yes no they're definitely happier because it's like you're a happy person they're a happy person and then you do happy shit together like of yeah. course you're happier yeah totally i've always been in a relationship and i've been in relationships that were unhappy and so i testify to the fact that like you have to be in a happy relationship to be happier than single people because totally. sometimes in your relationship you're like oh my gosh you have that FOMO, like, okay, I would probably just be happy if I was single right now. Yeah. But I feel like, okay, you were reading this article, and you have, like, stats on it. You were saying that people who are in happy relationships are actually conclusively happier. So yeah. what did you find? Okay, so, guys, I, you know, I tend to do a lot of research in my Super. spare time because I have no life. Um, and I found a couple things, and the first of which was that people who have successful, healthy relationships actually live longer. And, like... Just for the fact that I want to live a long time, that totally was my motivation. So Harvard did this study of people who are, I think, born around the time of the Great Depression. And they followed them from the beginning, like their, their 20s, all the way into their 80s. So in their 20s... They did a whole lifelong study. They did a lifelong study, which I think is so cool because it's like... How do you pass on that to like people because like those researchers are not alive anymore? Yeah, they're or like, they're really old or something. Dear future researcher. Yeah, so basically, <laughs> you know, Harvard is such an old school. They Take continue note. these studies. So like the people concluding the studies now are graduating college this year. Um, but they uh, basically did a study and... The people who were in happy relationships, guys, keyword happy, healthy, they lived a long time. And the people who were the most satisfied in their marriages at age 50 were in the best physical health at age 80. So, like, not only is a relationship fulfilling to your heart and your soul, like, a relationship can help you live longer because... Yeah, physiologically. Yeah, is that what it is? Yeah, physiology is, like, the marrying of... Like your brain Mary. and Mary oh, <laughs> is like the combination of like your emotions and like your insides with like your actual physical, yes. you know. Yes. And it's so, it's so real. Like you, so and I just take it down to like a really granular level, but like say uh, you love somebody, you love your partner. So you tell them to go to the doctor and get a checkup and that checkup prevents them from blah, blah, blah. Like that. That's what it is. Like, it yes. comes down to the fact that somebody cares about you. And, like, that's... I think that's a big reason why I want to be in a relationship is I just want to know that there's somebody who, like, if something happens to me, they care. And I know that's selfish. Yeah. But, like, you just... You want to care for somebody and you want them to care about you. Like, 
Yeah. It's, it's pretty basic, like, biological, like, just need to be cared for and care for mm-hmm. someone. Um, and then also, part of the study said, and this is, like, really scary, but loneliness kills. It's as powerful as smoking or alcoholism. Wow. Um, so, like, people who basically, like, are alone, like, it is, like, a sickness, like, to be alone. And, and mind you, it's not in your young years, but it does contribute. So think about, like, being single in your 20s, no, it's not detrimental to your health. But more so, like, if you're in your 60s and you're alone, like, yes, it is going to slowly kill you because you feel no motivation to live. Mm. Which is, like... Well, and I think what you were talking about is, like, the accountability, having somebody, like, you're... When you're in a happy relationship, you're less stressed out. You feel more trust. You feel, like, positive feelings that help your health, where I feel like stress and stuff actually has been shown to, you know, hurt your heart, hurt your things. So I definitely agree that... It's somebody who can literally take care of you, but also just, like, your emotional physiology then, like, contributes to your health. So, I agree. But, like, I don't know. And then I also was reading this thing about, like, how millennials actually more specifically are in their relationships. They are the happiest. Out of all the people in relationships across all generations, millennials are the happiest in their relationships. Which I don't, I, at first, Which I'm is like, funny because I think the, everyone thinks of the millennial generation as, like, the, like, complete screw-up like fuck boy type and unsatisfied yeah that are like i'm never happy with anything like we're really independent stuff but they're saying that people in relationships millennials in relationships are incredibly satisfied i guess i can so like you said like i don't i i can make an argument for why it's not but it does because millennials i feel like are more apt like as obnoxious as we are about acceptance and tolerance and like all this like stuff like that, we're also like the first ones to like actually start going to therapy. Yeah, we're the ones who we are like fix our shit. Yes, we like, love to fix our. We shit. We do a lot of self. Dude, there's like, like apps reflection. To do therapy. There's like absolutely yes, yes. Yo, that's that's it right there. Like people are so much more into like the self awareness is like such a trend right now. Mm. Like it's like oh like. How are you? What is your IFTP ENJ? Yes, yes, <laughs> you know? it's true. Like we're more aware of. Our rel- us and then how we reflect onto relationships. Yeah. Whereas I feel like our parents' generation and, and those fuck. before, yeah, they were like, you got a penis, you got a vagina, cool. Yes, <laughs> and they just like they, it was more traditional. I feel yeah. like to be in a relationship and like that's just something you had to do. Whereas like millennials are seeing, we've got choices. We have more choices. Like there's more, there's option to not be in a relationship. You could be in a relationship with Sophia the robot if you want. To. Yeah, like. That's actually my backup plan. No relationship It doesn't work problems. out. Yeah. Yeah, you got a robot. Strong. Hey. Strong result. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it's that people are, like, millennials are more, we're, like, more read up on relationship issues. We are, Oh, yeah, like, those BuzzFeed articles mm-hmm. that tell you, like, we'll tell you, you know. 50 secrets about your life if mm-hmm. you tell us what's your favorite fruit. Like, <laughs> yes. Like, Drag me. <laughs> so, I don't know. I do. I definitely think there, I see what that article is saying. I also... Um, I don't know, but I also think, you know, cool, being in a relationship is great. Millennials are happy in a relationship. What happens if you're just single? Like, you're and like... And that's what I'm like, so I read these articles, I'm like, yes, oh my god, yes, I'm so self-aware. Okay, but wait, wait, why am I single? Like, I yes. literally tweeted this today, I was just, I'm sitting at my computer, I was talking to somebody, and I was like, why the hell am I still single? Being single like, is why? such a frustrating place to be, because a lot of Only times... when you don't want to be. Yes, yes, exactly. But, like, when you're single, it's so frustrating because you're constantly... It feels like, wah, like, I want to not be single, but I can't control it. It's, like, out of your hands. And for me, that, for me, type A person, I hate that there's something that I can't. Yes, but, like, the question is, like, why are... 
there's some reasons why I feel like being in a relationship is a combination of like, yes, you as a person already, but also a combination of circumstances and like you're in the right place in the right time. This is the case for everybody. Yes. But at the same time. Getting a job. Same thing. Totally. Like, I don't think that people who have jobs, people who are in relationships are necessarily better humans or better, more educated or something than, yeah, than single people or people without jobs or whatever. I think it's a combination of readiness and circumstance. But on the readiness front, <laughs> why are people but not, I'm not ready? You wasn't yeah. ready. So I, I guys, I, I did a little bit of self reflection today, and I was kind of thinking about, okay, so why am I single? I asked myself, why am I single? Like rhetorically, and then I was like, wait, no, 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 no. There, there's definitely a reason. And I stumbled upon an article after googling, obviously, why am I single? And um, something came up called backburnering, and like and now there's a word for that. It's called. See, this is why millennials, millennials. are. We are researching relationships. We We've literally a, started three articles. Right, am I single? Like we literally. That is so true. Like I'm look like at all the information. Nexus databases. We're looking for why I'm yes, single. Yes, we're taking in all these facts because we're trying to solve our own problems. I'm like the New York Public Library. With like <laughs> yes. Dewey Decimal System. Dewey Decimal. <laughs> why okay, am I single? Seven nine nine dot five. Doctor Ruth. Yeah. So, but no, seriously, the reason why I think a lot of us are single is because we do this thing called backburner. Yes. And it's where, and I know a lot of y'all do this, if not every single person I know who's single, you date people, but you never really fully get involved. Like, in in other words, because. in cultural nuance, you don't want to cut off your hose. And the reason <laughs> why is because you've got... You've got someone who maybe you're talking to you like, or maybe you've got somebody who you don't want to let go of, but you you basically see it as a risk to cut these people off. So you just kind of like dabble in like five people and you keep people on the back burner. Mm. So maybe like you're seeing a new guy, but you keep, you know, your other guy's You're still talking to your ex. We're still still... talking to your ex. That's a a big one. Like a lot of us still talk to our exes and you know that shit's not going anywhere. So cut it out. I know, but it's so hard though. Think about it. Like cutting off an ex is hard because you still have feelings for that person, but you don't really know like... I'm somebody who my current relationship, Zay, we broke up at one point and we got back together. So there's always that lingering yeah. thought in people's mind of like, it, should I we're stay in touch with my ex because we're going to get back together? Yeah, how many of y'all have dated someone and thought, well, if this date, this first date doesn't work out with this guy, I'm, I'm just going to go ex. back with your ex. And yes. it's, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> and it's hard to dis- differentiate between if you should get back with your ex or not. That's a whole different discussion. Yeah, we're going to consult Oprah on that. We, I feel like she, mm, no, Ayanla, something. fix my life. Ayanla, fix my... Uh, Ayanla, if you're ever listening, please actually fix my life. I'll give you my phone number at the end of this. Okay. Um, but I think backburnering, though, is, like, key because you can't... The problem with... And what... It, I, that's the real question we should discuss is like, why can't you keep people on the back burner? Because it's like, okay, well, I don't really like them. This isn't going anywhere. But I personally feel like when you have somebody on the back burner, you can't give your Can full give self. all of me. Loves <laughs> all of you. Like you really, and there's a few reasons why you like, you keep people on the back burner, but mostly it's because you don't want to be lonely. You don't want to be lonely. And then also guys, Social media, I hate to be one of those curmudgeons that's blaming stuff on social media, mm. but we tend to do this thing where we think we can just build a perfect person because we see all the options on the internet, when in reality mm. it's like, no, you can't. Like, So you need to fully dive into these relationships, and we need to like really get into it, get into the meat, get to know somebody, and let go of people. So You can't, you can yeah, and you can't really move on to someone unless you've fully gotten rid of it, because I think by having those people, like there's a reason why you broke up. 
you yes. know, because Correct. the relationship didn't work. Mm-hmm. So if you're keeping around somebody that doesn't work, it, it's a dysfunctional relationship, mm-hmm. you're going to have negative energy that's mm-hmm. surrounding you. It's usually you can't cut somebody off because like you either have a lot of history and like you have good memories or whatever, but mostly it's like, I think it's a, an insecurity thing. Like you mm-hmm. like don't, what's that quote? We, we accept, I think this is so corny. It's we accept the love we think we deserve. And I think a lot of people, myself included, surely is like, we just think we deserve poo-poo so we get mm-hmm. poo-poo and we keep the poo-poo like, and even though we're all smart and being like well i know i don't deserve that that's why he's not my boyfriend now but if you're still talking to him you still are telling, you have convinced yourself you have convinced oh it's yourself. deeper than what you're yes. saying it's like it's yes. in you you have to like voodoo that shit out like exorcism <laughs> if someone has done you wrong you have to cut them off mm-hmm. there's forgiveness of course like you can go back and try to make things work and if it still doesn't work i'm talking about the repeat back burner things okay mm-hmm. if you broke up there's a reason you broke up it's because someone did you wrong it is only doing yourself a disservice by keeping them in your life because you're telling yourself that you deserve to be you're okay with how badly they yes. treat you because you're still yes. talking to them so the fact that mental like you're it's a vicious cycle. it's a vicious cycle and that's why you're unavailable to meet new people or unavailable emotionally unavailable because you're still hanging on like you are mm-hmm. still letting someone take down your self-worth you don't have enough self-respect to move on and say i don't deserve this behavior therefore we are literally not talking you don't mm-hmm. deserve to talk to me that when you can do that you have like a sense of pr- like a pride about you. You have a confidence, and it makes you because like okay, like I got cheated. Yeah, I was on. gonna ask you. Has, yeah, have you done this? I, I, I'm done speaking this? from experience. I All got right. cheated on in early college, and it was such a negative experience. And I had the choice of like, like we we broke up. It was like oh my god, blah, blah, blah. it was like a whole fiasco. But then the sand kind of settled or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then there was that back burner period in mm-hmm. which I could keep talking to you. And I'm definitely not going to date you officially again, but I'm going to still talk to but you. But it's almost even worse just to do that, that little back burner thing. And I, yes. trust me, I know because it's, it's, you're not even in an official relationship. You're just like, oh, I'll keep them on the back burner. So it's just this awful It's like you're not giving yourself enough respect to be like, hey, yeah. I don't deserve this behavior. I don't deserve to be on anybody's back burner. No. I don't, I only want to give full attention to somebody that is like husband, truly husband, husband material. Or partner. Or partner material. Like whatever it is. Like I don't want, so I felt like when I was backburnering somebody, it was, I was telling myself that I'm not worthy of having, I'm not worthy I'm just, I don't know, like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not worthy of love, and I'm not, I'm, um, I don't have enough respect for myself to just, like, say, you know, like, think about it, if somebody at work or in the street slaps you across the face, are you ever going to go back and sit back and have lunch with them and be like, hey, let's hang out, like, no, you shouldn't, like, lay in a dirty bed, you know what I mean, like, whatever, all these analogies, I'm just saying that, like, it's bad on your energy, to and it weighs on you forever so the thing is yes. like you just carry like stresses i believe that you like carry in your body like in the way you look in the way that you act like it all is just like comes off like come i sound like a hotep but whatever like it just it radiates like your energy radiates and the thing yes. is even i mean take it for the relationship with that person that you're trying to cut off like you're never gonna even be happy with them you're yeah. probably what's the chances how many of y'all have taken back an ex you take them back and then you get in the, you know, pseudo relationship with them, but you're not even happy. Like, you're not yes. even really happy. It's not like, 
oh my God, I love him. He makes me so happy. It's just like, oh, I'm in this. I'm stuck in this. I'm making myself be stuck in this. And I, every time I look at you, I want to punch you're you. You're just disappointed. Your yeah, and you're just disappointed in yourself. Because, like, those, when you're backburner someone, you usually don't tell your friends about it. You don't tell your you're friends. Because, like, you know, once you, tell, once you tell your friends about someone who did you wrong, just like your mom, they will never forgive you. Yes, them, as they should. As, as they, they should. should. And that's how we need to be with ourselves, is mm-hmm. like not accepting. Don't forgive that shit. Yes, don't tolerate negative people in your life (laughs) exactly and that's why and I remember when I finally stopped backburnering somebody I felt so proud of myself and that was like I that that's the energy that I'm talking about that you radiate a confidence energy that is attractive to energy yes that energy is attractive to men that's attractive to partners whoever that self-confidence of like she, I deserve some yes. badass, great yes. relationship, Bonnie and Clyde, whatever. And I can't, yes. I, there's no logical way to put it. It's just an energy that's around totally. people that like, you know, that person doesn't put up with any shit. Like you respect no. them. In the same way that like, and, and you know, we always talk about, you know, you meet somebody and you, oh, I didn't like her vibe or I liked her vibe. She had good vibes. Like I'm sure that how you feel about your back burner person or people it comes off in your vibes. Like, it totally yes. comes off in your vibes because you're not open to a new relationship. So you're on a first date with a guy and he's like, mm, some, she's hiding something. Yeah. But um, but there's more reasons to why I or we all might be single. And I think another reason is, like, the whole ghosting mm. epidemic. Ghosting and submarining and all the eanings. And so, the yeah, things. there's submarining, which Sub- is basically, like, backburnering. It, it, but <laughs> you come back. Okay, so, like, here's a great example, y'all. I remember I, like, I had, I think I had set up a date with a guy, and, like, he didn't, we ended up not going on the date, and we literally didn't talk for, like, weeks, if not months, maybe, and then he came up out of nowhere and was like, hey, how are you doing? That's a submarine. That's That's a submarine, submarine. because the submarine goes under the surface, it's, like, super quiet, goes deep down, you're like, where the hell is that shit? And then it comes back up, like, boink. Yes. What's up? How are you doing? Long time very, no talk. Very, not like you're saying, getting back with your ex is a rare thing. Someone who summaries on you is probably not. They don't Very care. slim chance that's going to work out. Because why weren't they They didn't care in the first place. They didn't give a shit. They probably, honestly, y'all, what happened is they got in a relationship with someone. It didn't work out. You were the second choice and they came yes. back. Yes. Oh, you were the second tough. choice. Don't be the second choice. If someone submarines you and like for, I'm talking, I'm not talking about like a couple days. I'm talking about like weeks, months. Just know that you were not first choice. Yes. And uh, ghosting. And ghosting. What do you... What, what okay. do you th- ghosting is just the ah. act of, like, just disappearing, which uh. is basically... You ghost... When you sub- when yeah. you are submarine, you have been ghosted for a uh, long period of time. Yeah. So I'm super guilty because I'm backburnering. This is all an, an ecosystem, y'all. I wish I could draw it down. <laughs> because I'm backburnering people, I tend to ghost. And I don't do this anymore, and I don't plan on doing it. Sometimes it's not on purpose. But basically, ghosting is where maybe, like, I'm talking to a guy, and then he says some shit I don't like, and I'm just like, wait, you don't like soft-shell tacos? (laughs) You don't like soft-shell tacos. And I don't like that he said that. It really got under my skin, and I just don't text him after the date. I don't even text him. I don't even give him the courtesy of saying, like, hey, I got home safe. It's it. That's it. That's done. Canceled. Not even like canceled. It's over. Mm. So nothing. So that's what ghosting is, where you just don't talk to them. They text you a bunch of times, try to call you, and you just don't answer. You, you yeah. ghost, phantom, and that's what a lot of people do in this generation. I sound I'm where conversation crying. is so yes. easy to pick up and let off. Mm-hmm. I think that's Especially what it texting. is. It's like yeah, you can just easily disappear from someone's life versus mm-hmm. you having a bad date. Like 
in before technology, you couldn't really go someone. You would like go on a date. It was unsuccessful, and then and it was a and, and maybe know. like I, I, this is a weird example. I watched Sex in the City, and like one of the girls ghosted a guy, but like this was before they had like cell phones and social media, so like they passed each other in a place because they all hang out in the same places because that's how people met. Is like they hung out in the same places. Yeah, and he saw her and he's like, "Why didn't you call me back?" And so he had the, like, he could address the quote-unquote ghosting. But nowadays, like, you can block numbers, you can change phone numbers. There's all these kinds of things you can do so that mm. basically just wipe people from your existence. And, like, they didn't... That's not really healthy. Them. It's not healthy. It's not healthy because we just give up on, you know, potential relationships. We give up on people. We come in and out of people's lives. It's just a lot of instability. And that is... I would say I'm probably single because I ghost people. And it's it's not a nice thing to do. It also is super hurtful when someone just kind of disappears on you. Well, and I think there's, like, there definitely is, you meet someone, you find out they're not their type, and then it's over, but I think ghosting, like you're saying, you're not really, maybe there's some people we've caught off prematurely that if you had just worked mm. it through. Like but I just social tacos. Like we could have, you could have worked through that. Yes, yeah. we could have come to a consensus, consensus, like, but I just But do you just have, I think millennials in general have high standards Mm -hmm. and I think that's something in my own relationship I'm in a happy relationship but there was a time a very long period of time in my relationship where I was were your standards around some bullshit (laughs) yeah no 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 that I was like yes yes or you had fake standards that I had like such high standards I was like is this really gonna be my one is this gonna be my husband I don't know maybe I should go find someone else because this person it doesn't meet my picture perfect persona that I had painted out for myself And my sister gave me, like, the best advice, which was, like, okay, Leanna, stop being so discontent with where you're at. Because you actually do have a really good guy in front of you. And he meets about 8 out of 10 of the things on your list. So you're really going to give up an 8 to go find a 9 or a 10 that probably doesn't exist because no human is perfect. So, like, you have to make sure that the person that you're with hits all of the big, most important stuff. And then the soft shell taco little details and, like, all the yeah. little minuscule things, those you can compromise on and you can negotiate mm-hmm. on. But, like, you can't just – you have to, like, definitely work through it. You have to drill. And that's the whole part of diving into content. these relationships. And be content and be yes. happy with the person. Instead of instead of focusing on what they lack, you need to focus on what they have. And yes. that's, that was another article I actually read. And it said kindness is the key to relationships because – the people who are focusing so much mm-hmm. on um, just like what their partner lacks, they're always you're always gonna be unhappy, and that just goes through life. Like if you're just focusing on what you don't have totally. in life or in a partner, you will always be unhappy. But if you just focus on such little things, like being grateful for such little things about them, you're just gonna keep finding more awesome things about mm-hmm. them. Like every that's day. exactly what happened to me. Mm-hmm. Totally, I you're agree. Just like, oh wow, you do this. I yeah, mean, you would know, and you. St- Start focusing on the things that you do like about that person that you do appreciate. And it's exactly what you said. That's a practice that should be throughout your entire life, mm-hmm. relationships or not. I think, though, millennials definitely do have higher standards. And, like, yeah, no and, and rightly so. I think there's always, you know, like, good, unlike but our past generations. Social media has got some, some standards. So, like, you I, see relationship guys, goals and, like, relationship goals. And then also, like, what people want in a partner is so crazy. I, I just was, I, I said something on Twitter the other day. I said, one thing that Twitter overhypes is beards. I remember if you asked mm. me two years ago, what's my perfect guy? I said, oh, he makes six figures. He's over six feet tall. He has a beard and he's smart and funny. Okay, guys, I would like gladly accept maybe one of those things. What yeah. matters is that someone is a good person yes. and that they care about you. Yes. That's literally all. I don't care about anything Why else. Why are we anymore. cutting off short guys? 
It's stupid. We gotta stop doing it's that. Stupid. Poor short guys from a short girl who's da- dating a short guy. There is great short men out there. He's definitely got a good six inches on you, though. Yeah. You're oh, yeah. Okay. Short. Okay. There's that whole yeah, other so conversation. Please, eh, eh, eh. But I'm just saying, okay, maybe not shorter than you guys, but like, just because they're not, Twitter is like, six, five. I need a so six, like six, five. six, five. Like, who are you dating? No, like, like, Dwayne Wade? Yeah, like, girl, I don't. Y'all, girls, it's not happening. We it's, don't live in Holland or wherever those tall mm-hmm. people, Lithuanians come from, unless you find a Lithuanian guy. Most guys in America, I think the average height is like five, eight to five, nine. So, you know, let's lower standards a little bit in that sense. And men as well, not every woman is going to have a big butt and no waist. Mm, Just saying. That's tough. But that's a conversation for another podcast. Mm. All I know is that we need to, I guess, be more... I think you had addressed it in the, con- in the beginning of this conversation is like, there's this, like whole movement about I'm happy and I'm single and you know I don't need relationships and I'm doing me yes and I don't women everybody and I think there is a thousand percent a time and a place to be single but I think that we need to be more okay with following in love yeah following in love and not being like it's not required that everyone has a single phase or that everyone like goes out and has a bunch of casual sex like I think that that's been, like, romanticized almost, ironically. Yeah, Sex in the City. Sex in the City definitely made that happen. So the whole... I've been binge-watching the series, y'all, full disclosure, yeah. on Amazon Prime. I watched 12 episodes in, like, two days. Um, but, like, they basically... The whole show started off how a group of four women were like, we're going to have casual sex because we're sick of... We're sick of men playing us, so we're going to have, quote-unquote, sex like men, where they want to have, like, casual sex and see how it feels, and they all end up mm-hmm. wanting, seeking... Long-term relationships because that's what makes you happy. Mm. Mr. I, Big makes me happy. Mr. Big. Mr. Big. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no. I think I think that's it. You got to be... Let's not stop glorifying the idea that being... I don't know. I think if you want to have the phase... Trust me, I have the phase. Have the phase. Everybody <laughs> should experience yeah. what they want to. But at the same time, don't... Don't swear off, you know, being lovey-dovey and being in a relationship because you never know. Like, I'm not saying being in a relationship is guaranteed perfect, but, like, from what I see, healthy relationships are very fulfilling. Yes. Just look at Stedman and Oprah, y'all. Oh, my gosh. Even if they... They don't even have a label. What are they? They don't even have a label, and they're happy AF. They're happy. They're just, like, together. Just, like, find your Stedman. Find your oatmeal cookie. Find your whatever. Mm. You need to find your cinnamon apple or whatever the hell it's called. I'm confused by all these flavors you're presenting, but I mean, I'm down. Why are you eating real cookies? Sit an apple. The food no. vlogger. <laughs> Guys. Find your Mediterranean tzatziki. You need to find the chili sauce for your chicken wing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah. but seriously, I think you shouldn't swear off love and... So this is really a message. Speaking of which, what about our two hundred dollar dates? Y'all, how how are we doing that for Valentine's Day? Are we okay? Does well, Valentine's we Day every day is a two hundred dollar oh, date. So right. That, I mean, literally, I went on a date like two weeks ago, and we didn't even get that much food, and it was one hundred fifty dollars. Oh my god! And I was just like, poor possible. But at the same time, I don't feel bad for y'all because they make more money than us. You make way more so. money than I do. <laughs> so gender equality, pay pay gap. <laughs> Me too movement. Me too. Okay. <laughs> yep, and that's when we cut off. And that. that's the end of this episode. Problematic so. life is going <laughs> Okay, y'all. Happy Valentine's Day. Enjoy your let whatever state in. you're in. Just let love in. Let love in the Hug door. your mom a little tighter. <laughs> if you're something like that. Peace. Peace. Bye.